welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and thank you for tuning in. This is my one-year anniversary of the podcast, and I wanted to celebrate with a year one recap. I thought it'd be fun and interesting to look at how the show has evolved since I first started in February 2021, go over my top 10 episodes for the year, and discuss where I hope to take the show. If you've been following this podcast for a while, or you just recently found it, I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone that has given me and this show a chance, shared with a friend, given an iTunes or Spotify rating, and even followed me on social media. It has been a crazy year, and I hated at how many breaks I had to take throughout the course of the year between grad school, graduating, job hunting, moving, the holidays, and so forth. It has been a lot. And I know I will have to take more breaks this upcoming year because I'm getting married in September, and... It's going to be a destination wedding, and I am so thrilled for this. It's going to be so much fun, but it is going to require me to take a, I don't know, maybe a month off just because, you know, I'm getting married, and I'm super, super excited about that. But I'm also so excited for the things that I have planned for this podcast and the vision of where I hope to kind of take things with this this year in 2022. I started this show off for several different reasons, but primarily out of my love for the genre and of me wanting to explore it more. It has been a great and fun outlet to get creative, explore new horror movies, and connect with so many awesome people. So, with this show, I try to not present myself as somebody that is an expert on the genre necessarily, but as someone that is doing their homework on the movies I'm covering, and and trying to get to that point to where I can say I'm an expert. So, this is as much as a journey of me going through these fun horror topics and movies and trying to take what I've gotten out of them and package it in some sort of um, cool message or episode so that way I can convey it to you guys and hope for you guys to be part of the conversation by, you know, messaging me on Instagram or commenting on my posts so that way we can continue the dialogue and have fun talking about this really cool and obscure niche of storytelling, which is horror. So with all that being said, my goals for the show were to get more knowledgeable in the genre, but also to be able to interview filmmakers, hopefully change some people's perspectives on the horror genre, or at least make people think a little bit differently about movies when they watch them, or at least just think about them in a different way. And at the bare minimum, at least brighten someone's day with my silly content. And I have to say, I have been so thrilled and proud to have had the opportunity, thanks to Shudder, to screen horror movies and interview filmmakers such as Nora Uncle, Natasha Kramani, Charlie Robb, and even Simon Barrett, who is probably the biggest name I've had on here. And it still doesn't make sense to me that that happened, but it was so cool to be able to sit down with with him and talk about his movie Seance and just be able to pick his brain about the filmmaking and where his inspirations came from and things like that. It was stuff like that is so much fun. And it's because I'm a kind of a movie nerd. Like I don't want to say cinephile cause that's just not true and kind of pretentious to say. Um, <laughs> but I do love, you know, like DVD bonus features and hearing people talk about the craft and just talk shop about it. And so with me being able to sit down with, like Char- people like Charlie Robb and Simon Barrett and Natasha Kamani and Nora Uncle and even like Devin Shepard from Cadaver Dogs and those folks who are in the filmmaking business, it's it feels like I'm kind of able to have my own like DVD bonus feature segment and get to pick the brains of these people that are, you know, 
involved in making these movies and things that people like me really enjoy. And it's been so cool. And I'm so thrilled to have had that opportunity. So thank you, Shudder, for the press credentials. I don't know what I did to get them, but thank you. In addition to meeting some of these filmmakers, I also really wanted to connect with other movie nerds and, and, and horror fans. And it's been so cool to collaborate with other horror podcasters like Devin and Adam of The Great American Scream. That It's been so fun collaborating with them. I was a listener and patron of them long before I even started Autopsy of a Horror Movie. So it's been so cool to go from being like a fan of their show to actually having them on and collaborating with them and, you know, just coming up with fun projects with them. So it's been a lot of fun. And same thing for Cadaver Dogs. Devin, Rob, and David have been really awesome people to get to know. And I hope to do more collaborations with them in the future. So with all of that said and me gushing just about the cool people that I've gotten to meet, let's take a moment and I want to take a look back at what you guys thought were my best episodes. So I'm going to sit back and look at my top 10 most listened to episodes for the year 2021. Let's take a look. Coming in at number 10 is probably one of my favorite episodes I've gotten to do. And it was episode number seven, special topics discussing the opening scenes for each Scream movie. This was such a fun discussion i had adam of the great american scream and dustin of dustin can can read and watch who's been uh just a a really cool dude and a cool podcasting friend i've been able to make through all this um that was this was just such a fun topic because we got to not really examine this scream movies as a whole each movie's opening is kind of like a little vignette on its own and so we kind of just got to look at, dissect those out specifically and kind of study those and just also crack jokes and go over that. That was such a fun episode. And you guys thought it was too. It was my number 10 most listened to episode for the year. Coming in at number nine was Black Christmas from 1974. And this one also guest starred the great American Scream. Adam and Devin were both on this episode. And this was a great great episode. I was super proud of this because at this point in the year, I was at a point in my show where I was realizing that it was probably better for me to take my time and not rush to get an episode out every single week and rather take my time with really marinating on the movie and trying to research it more with film essays or you know things like that. And I, I was really proud of the discussion that we had on this. This was such a fun episode, and I'm surprised that I cracked my top 10 with how late in the year it came in. It came in, it, it was published on December 20th. Um, Black Christmas is probably, like I said, my number two horror movie ever of all time, uh, right behind Scream. It's such a good movie, and maybe my favorite movie from the year that I covered. Um, it was just great discussion. So I'm glad that you that everybody seem to have enjoyed it as well. Coming in at number eight, and this one surprises me too, and I'm so thrilled to see this movie on my list. It is Here Comes Hell from 2019, my interview with actor Charlie Robb. Thank you everybody for giving this interview a listen. Charlie Robb is such a genuine person. He was so nice to speak with. I am just really rooting. He's a person that you just want to root for, you know? I'm really rooting for him. And I know he's trying to get a horror comedy movie off the ground that him and a friend are going to co-direct together. So I'm so excited for his future projects. 
But this movie that he that he was in, Here Comes Hell, this was such a fun movie, and I really feel like it was a good indie horror gem. It's hilarious, number one. It's so funny, and it's a good throwback to that like Agatha Christie, um, uh, old dark house, you know, old classic Hollywood sort of horror vibe. Um, I believe it was directed by Jack McHenry. It was such a fun movie, and it's available on Shutter. I believe it's also for free on IMDb TV. So that was another thing about this podcast I wanted to do was be able to show and present movies that may, some people might be sleeping on. And I feel like that Here Comes Hell is one of those movies. It was so fun. So I'm thrilled to see that it cracked the top 10. Coming in at number seven is maybe not too surprising because it's my first episode, but it's my first episode. The House on Haunted Hill remake from 1999. Uh, I'm thrilled that people you know really check this one out because I explained in that episode that this was kind of the movie that was like my first step into horror because this was the first horror movie I watched by myself. And so that's kind of where I thought was an appropriate place to start the show was, you know, where I started with horror. Um, but yeah, so I'm thrilled that people got to listen to that. And I've always thought about revisiting that movie because the show has evolved some since then. Like I didn't even get to do a cabin in the woods trinket segment. And I can't even remember if I did the subgenre part of that. Maybe I did. I can't even remember, but I think I definitely should revisit that and maybe even do, like I said in the episode, do a fun comparison between that and the 1959, I think it was 59, original movie with um, by William Castle with Vincent Price. So I think that'd be a lot of fun to do. And coming in at number six is part of my series of what's your favorite horror trope, discussing gender and horror, fearing female sexuality, and non-believing partners. On this episode, I got to have filmmaker back on Nora Uncle and very fun Instagram, uh, I almost said personality, but like Instagram show host, X99 Fear Street. And we got to discuss, you know, as the title says, gender and horror and, you know, fearing female sexuality. I thought that this was such a fun thing, not just this episode, but I was thrilled to, to see the response I got for that series of what's your favorite horror trope. Uh, people seem to have had a lot of fun with that. And personally, it was a lot of fun for me too, because I didn't have to do that much research for it. I just got to ask questions <laughs> to my fun guests and it was, it was just so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And I got to learn a lot too. And talking with Nora Uncle, I thought that this was so interesting because I, I don't know why, but I am just fascinated with you know, how gender is perceived in horror and like like gender roles in horror and things like that. And I don't know, it's just fascinating to get into because, I mean, there's the whole trip of Final Girl and that like plays into gender and everything. And I don't know, it's it's just a weird and bizarre phenomena and horror about like what what makes it specifically that it's a final girl or like a female protagonist that like makes us more interested in it i don't know but it's fascinating and i loved getting into these discussions with with people um and i definitely plan on bringing back what's your favorite horror trope just because of how much fun that was and i've had other people that weren't that weren't a part of this series reach out to me and say hey uh this is a trope 
of or this is like a little slice of horror i would definitely love to come on to talk about so thank you to people that have done that and i definitely plan on bringing back what's your favorite horror trope sometime in 2022 because that was just too much fun of a series to not to go back to so now we are at the halfway point and so at movie or episode number five was the third episode i released which was host from 2022 and this episode featured my first guest which was Orlean from Spooky and Strange and this was again a fantastic episode and this is I think the episode where I really felt like that the concept and idea I had for Autopsy of a Horror Movie would work because I, I, I specifically remember us having a good discussion just about the subgenre categorization of this movie because Host is one of those movies that it kind of it bleeds into so many different things because it's is it found footage it is found footage but like we got into like is it really found footage though because is it more just using the the framework of a zoom call to have the movie whereas like movies like Blair Witch that is literally like a found footage movie where it's like hey we found this we're presenting this to be real and so we're going to watch it so I don't know, and it, you know, and the possession of it all, the the spooky ghost, de- demonic stuff, um, and it was Host is such a great movie too, and I'm I'm kind of getting lost in the weeds here by going by talking about Host, but anyways, this was just a fun one, and where I really felt like wow, like I think I got a cool premise with this show, and again, I didn't get to do the Cabin Woods trinket with that. I wish I did, and maybe would have been like. A laptop or maybe one of those candles that the that the girls had i don't know but yeah that was um that was such a fun one thank you orlean for being my first guest that was awesome and that was so funny for her because we even talked about on the episode how how weird is it to be on a show which you've never heard an episode of like like it's it must have been so weird for her to literally go into it blind with i have no idea how the show is going to go so let's just see how it is <laughs> But uh, I'm thrilled to see that that's, uh, that's number five. It's in my top five. So awesome. Host was a great movie. Coming in at number four, huge shocker to me, is Don't Look Under the Bed from 1999, the Disney Channel original movie. Wow. Wow, guys. This is awesome. I think that really shows, though, that I hit a nostalgia button for some people. <laughs> and I love, I love the DCOM stuff especially this one, Don't Look Under the Bed. I felt like it was such, it's a richer text than I think a lot of people give it credit for. And I got to have my good friends, Rachel and Levi, come on for that. And I felt like they were like the perfect people to have on for that episode. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. And again, uh, I think his name was Ty Hodges, was the uh, the guy that played Eddie, the the imaginary friend in that and his performance is just out of this world and i just wish that you know he got more recognition for it i do cringe though at myself going back and listening to this about when rachel and i were debating whether or not the kiss at the end was worth it and as i listened to my own argument i was like i don't really have an argument for this do i it, rachel's completely in the right on this <laughs> oh goodness but i didn't edit it out i wanted to keep it in um but yeah, don't look under the bed. Don't sleep on that one, people. That's such a good movie. And it's a it really is a rich text of like childhood horror specifically. Um, awesome movie.
again, one, like an awesome podcaster I've gotten to meet with through all this. So this episode was on Sinister from 2012, and it featured Jasher of Podzilla. And this was an awesome one. This was my my episode back after my break from when I moved. So this was the first movie I covered <laughs> while in my new house. And that was very purposeful because of, you know, what that movie is about. And I thought that would be, like, kind of extra spooky, especially now that I have an attic for, like, the first time. Um <laughs> And Jaser is such a cool dude. I've been so thrilled to get to meet with him. And, you know, also got to meet his brother. I went on his show, Podzilla, to talk about Matango recently. That was such a fun discussion. Everybody go listen to that episode on Podzilla. Um, but yeah, so Sinister. And I'm not too surprised. I guess I am surprised that that's actually in my top five. Just because I felt like maybe some people were over Sinister. But I'm glad to see that, you know, again, I still hit a button with some people to come and listen to that, to that conversation. Um, I'm really interested to see that new movie that Ethan Hawke and I believe it was Scott Dickerson was the director of this. They're doing, they're, they're um, partnering back up again for that movie, The Black Phone. I'm interested to see what that's going to be like. So, um, but anyways, yeah, Sinister is awesome and Jaser is great. So thanks, Jaser, for coming on. My number two most listened to episode for the year. And I'm shocked that this one came out. It was basically my Halloween special. It is episode number 29, Trick or Treat from 2007, ranking the segments with Dustin, Levi, and Rachel. This was a lot of fun. And I've been loving the horror anthology episodes that I do in which we rank and discuss each vignette and kind of like walk through the movie that way as opposed to getting to like the subgenre and all that. Um... It's been a lot of fun and definitely like an episode vehicle or episode type I am absolutely keeping because it's just too much fun to get a group of people and just have us all kind of argue and rank the the, the separate vignettes. And I'm kind of surprised, though, that Trick or Treat is this high on my like, you know, downloads list just because I don't know. I just felt like that there were like other movies I did that were better <laughs> like I th- I would have definitely thought that like Texas Chainsaw or Blair Witch would have been up here but I mean those those episodes did good did they did really good but you know they just didn't crack the top 10 but um I don't know like Trick or Treat this was a lot of fun this was definitely like deep into the Halloween season got a fun got to have fun discussions I, I still walked walked away with this episode going yeah I think Tales of Halloween's better <laughs> But uh, thank you to Dustin who brought his A-game and he had those awesome visuals from the comic that he read. And, you know, he went above and beyond with the, you know, the, the, the su- supplemental material and showed us all that stuff. That was really cool. That was a lot of fun to get into. So, yeah, Trick or Treat was number two. Wow. And it was barely beaten by my number one, only by one download. My number one... And I think that this is going to surprise a lot of people. My most listened to episode for the year 2021 was episode number 23, my rapid review for Candyman from 2021. So interesting that my top two most listened to episodes aren't even like traditional, like I say traditional, aren't even like my real, you know, like full-fledged episodes of me going through all the segments with the subgenre, the fear analyses and things like that. It was a rapid review of I guess it's you know it was a very popular movie a lot a lot of people went to go see that in the theaters that was our first cat and I cat was on that episode with me 
Kat and I, that was our first movie back in the theaters since the pandemic started. Um, and the more I think about it, the, about the Candyman 2021, the more I revisit that movie, the more I like it, actually. I know I was kind of, I wasn't like down on it, but I was definitely like, oh, the, the, the first one's better. And the first one still is better, but I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, God, this movie actually is like really good. It's really just that third act that has issues. And I won't say anything so I want to give away spoilers. Um, but if anybody does check out Candyman 2021 or is thinking about re- checking it out again to give it a reappraisal, rewatch the original movie right before you watch this. Because I feel like because I, f- I feel like it adds a whole like subtext to it and a whole it has a whole layer to it that I think is very important. And I think a lot of people get lost on it. I wonder if like when this movie comes out on Blu-ray, if, if I should do like a reappraisal of it as well. Oh, it already is on Blu-ray. If people would like for me to do a reappraisal on it, please let me know. Um, but yeah, so Candyman was my most listened to episode for 2021. Wow. Thanks everybody for all the listens. I got, you know, considering all the breaks, I was very happy with this. As soon as October hit, I hit a pretty good spike in downloads, and I thought that was going to go away just because of the spooky season was over. But every month after October, the, the you kept breaking what are my personal records. So thank you to everybody that's been sticking with me the whole time. I super appreciate it. Even with just the first year of this show, I feel like that it has evolved a lot through trial and error. And I really do love the horror reviews and how they are structured to look at the subgenres, the fear analysis, messaging, and Cabin Woods Trinket segments, which is just so much fun to get into. Um, and the same thing for the rapid reviews of newly released movies. Those have been so much fun, and I definitely keep, and I definitely plan on keeping those around. If you haven't noticed, I've sort of gone away from the kill grade episodes, and I'm not saying that I'm never going to come back to those, but I wouldn't expect those anytime soon. This is mostly because I really enjoy the analyses part of the episodes and doing kill grades makes me feel like I'm trying to be like James Agenies, which with his kill counts, which is not what I'm trying to do at all. And the kill grades, as I said, they're just not a good vehicle for critical and creative discussion on the movies that I cover. So for now, I'm putting the kill grades on pause. However, the commentary tracks are definitely staying. Those are way too much fun for me to do. And I Ten, and they tend to do like just fine as far as like downloads are concerned, so I'm probably going to keep them around. I know I keep dragging my feet with the MTV Scream show for the new commentary track series, but honestly, I kind of find myself having a hard time getting excited to do that. I also believe that it worked so well for Creep Show commentary series because it was you know a 20 to 30 minute anthology story. And I got to compare it to a short story that it was paired with for that episode. So I'm thinking about going back into the well of like creep show or other anthology like horror series. And I apologize if that disappoints anyone. I do have some other shows in mind for the future besides anthology that I want to do for this, but I'm gonna wait a while till until I reveal those. I'm still testing out the waters with the trailer previewing episodes to tease the next episode. If you're confused about what I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about like what I did for Black Christmas in which I previewed the full episode by doing like a trailer reaction to it. So I'm going to, I might keep those going. I'll see how, how those do. 
Um, but let me know if you guys like those and like them staying in rotation or if you're kind of like, meh. My future goals for the show, I hope to start a Patreon this year, to be honest, and just to provide a little bit more fun bonus content. I have a very fun idea for bonus episodes, but I'm going away to debut that idea later on in the year. And don't worry, I'm not trying to take away like horror content from people. This is it's def- it's still horror content, but it's um it's slightly different, and I don't want people to feel because with the Patreon, really it'll just kind of be helping me out with the show and keeping things going. And I mean, I'm trying to get into freelance writing as well, so. Uh, you know, I, I would love to transition into be able to transition into a point in my life where this is no longer a hobby. Don't worry, I have some fun stuff planned for that that won't take away things from like traditional episodes from that that you're used to. So just hang with me, and I'm hoping to maybe debut that like in March. I also plan on having a listener request series. Uh, that kind of thing is like a listener request month. Basically, I'll pick four movies that you guys submit in and I'll do those. And, you know, as like a little thank you, I'll choose the movies y'all want me to do. And as just like a personal goal in terms of numbers, I hope to at least at this point next year, maybe reach 10,000 downloads. I hope that's not too much to ask, but things are trending up and I would love to keep that going. And, you know, like I said, be able to turn this into something bigger. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate everybody that's been supporting me over this past year. It's been just a a phenomenal journey. I've been loving it so much. And I continue to do it because it's just so much fun. Thank you. Please share me with friends. Rate me on iTunes and Spotify. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brucker Horror. Be sure to watch some good movies. And I'll see you next time. Bye.